everybody, it's Rohan back on my podcast, NBA Breakdown, um, where we usually just break down what's going on in the NBA, but in this episode, we're going to be doing something a little different. Um, I'm going to be redrafting the 2010 NBA draft. Um, there are some uh, good players in this draft. Um, uh, this is, is going to be interesting. Uh, so, just there's one rule, though. Um, I'm going to be assuming that uh, these players, like, these teams that the player goes to, they're still going to end up drafting um, the players that, like, the like the players that they would go on to draft later. Uh, so, this is 2010, so it's a lot of years. Like, every year all the way till 2020. I mean, that, uh, yeah. So, like, for example, if the Nuggets are selecting a player in this redraft, uh, which they aren't because they weren't in the lottery this year. Uh, but, uh... If they were and they selected like I don't know anybody, then uh, that pl- I would assume like that player would team up with Jokic and Jamal Murray because uh, you know that they made those selections later uh, in twenty fourteen and twenty fifteen or sixteen one of those two. Um, yeah, so those are the rules. Uh, let's just no one rule. Let's just get into it now. So with the first pick in two thousand and ten NBA redraft. The Washington Wizards will select Paul George out of California State University of Fresno. Um, yeah, this would this is an interesting one. So again, we're assuming that the Wizards will make all of their uh follow the draft choices like later. So they are gonna select Valley Beal two years later. Um, and that that is an interesting pairing, Paul George Valley Beal. Wizards would be a great team. The Pacers would be awful. Um, which you'll see who they take later on in this episode. Um, and because uh, they had the tenth pick, so yeah, Paul George really originally went tenth, and the Wizards are, uh, originally took John Wall, of course. Um, so the Wizards would be a really good team. Um, they'd be better than if the Wizards had stayed with John Wall, um, because. You know, don't Paul George a better defender than Bradley Beal? And you need to have defense around uh, Bradley Beal. So we're going to assume Bradley Beal is our franchise player. Um, Paul George kind of just selected his help. So then you've got defense and offense. And that would, that, those, those two things always work very well together. Um, and But Paul George is also a very good offensive player. Great two-way player. Um, so that they would just work well together to be one of the best duos in the league. Um, and I think they would actually be a great team. Maybe make the conference finals, maybe the NBA finals. Um, I don't know. They're, they would be nice. I mean, then their help, uh, well, that would be, um, if we're, like, assuming that the same help at Gilbert Arenas, that's not really much help. Uh, but, uh, yeah, anyway, that's all. Uh, for that, that's all I have to say for this first pick. Move on to the second pick. Alright, so, with the second pick in the 2010 NBA redraft, the Philadelphia 76ers select John Wall out of the University of Kentucky. John Wall originally went second. I mean, he went, originally went first to the Wizards, and the 76ers originally took Evan Turner. <laughs> so, uh, that's an upgrade, and I think John Wall would become the franchise player for this team. Um, he'd be, uh, for the 76ers, he'd be an excellent fit. 
Uh, and, you know, uh, so we're assuming they still take Joel and beat Ben Simmons. Um, they'd be a nice team. I mean, Joel and beat Ben Simmons would probably just become, like, help. They wouldn't be the st- stars or superstars in some people's eyes as they are right, like, today. Um, uh, they would just be, like, help. Joel and beat probably be a stretch five. Although, this wouldn't be a good fit. John Wall and Ben Simmons. Actually, if they move Ben Simmons over to a power forward or small forward or something. Like, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons in the front court. And then John Wall at point guard. And then, like, I don't know who at shooting guard. That depends. Um, Matisse Thibault, I guess. If they end up drafting. Did they draft? I don't know. But, um, yeah, that would be nice. If, if they move Ben Simmons over to power forward. I mean, that's what they trying to do when they get Markel Fultz. But then he didn't turn into what everybody expected. Um, but yeah, that would be nice actually. Seventy six would be a great team. As for the the Wizards, well, they would if they like had hadn't taken John Wall, they'd be in trouble. Uh, yeah. Uh, now we'll move on to the third pick. So with the third pick. In the 2010 NBA redraft, the New Jersey Nets, now the Brooklyn Nets, will select DeMarcus Cousins out of the University of Kentucky. Um, kind of funny. Hey, John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins were both teammates in Kentucky, now they're teammates on the Houston Rockets. Um, yeah, but, uh, hmm. DeMarcus Cousins on the Nets. I mean, he wouldn't work well with Jared Allen, who'd be selected later. But, uh, you know, uh, with Karis LeVert and DeMarcus Cousins, that should be a nice pairing. He'd probably end up, like, moving him, maybe. I don't know. If he turns into, yeah, he, he, we're assuming he'll turn into the same player. He'll become a great center, and then injuries will derail him off, right? And then, uh, how, how good is he doing in 2017? He already got an injury by 2017. Um... I think he had, right? Uh, let me check. Uh, oh, yeah, 20, 2017, he traded mid Oh, it was good. No, he's playing for the Pelicans in 2017. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, he kind of fell off. He went to the Warriors, fell off. Uh, and, yeah, so they probably end up moving him after he got injured. Uh, then Jared Allen, kind of, he wouldn't be a big part of the Nets. They would focus on Jared Allen. But if they did focus on him, like he didn't get injured and stuff, that would be interesting. They probably wouldn't take Jared Allen. They take somebody else. I don't know. Jared Allen's like a late first round pick in that year, so uh, I don't know. That would be interesting. Um, there probably wouldn't be any other better players on the board at that time. Uh, I'm not. I don't think there were at least. Um. So yeah. Uh, that would. Uh, I'm not sure. It this. The scenario, it depends. Like I can only predict what would happen if, like, it depends if they choose to build around Demarcus Cousins or will they choose to build around uh, Jared Allen. Uh, anyway, uh, now to the fourth pick. So with the fourth pick in the 2010 NBA redraft, the Minnesota Timberwolves will select Gordon Hayward out of Butler University. Huh, Gordon Hayward. On the Timberwolves in this fictional world, how would huh? So he'd be with Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins, 
until he get until he got traded to the Warriors. Um, so that that would work well, I guess. It would be interesting. I he'd be much better than who they originally selected, uh, Wesley Johnson, and Gordon Hayward actually jumps up from ninth to fourth. So, uh, the Timberwolves would be a better team. The Jazz would, I mean, they'd improve later on when they get Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, you know. I mean, Donovan Mitchell. But, um, Jazz would be in shambles. Uh, because they'd have the ninth pick and then this redraft, you know, the players are ranked. So it kind of, the, like, ability just goes down. And then by 14, it's kind of awful. But, um... Yeah, so Gordon Hayward and Carl Anthony Towns would work well together. I'm not sure Wiggins wouldn't work well. Uh, they'd probably move Wiggins like they did. Then D'Angelo Russell would be kind of a ball hog. Uh, huh. Yeah, I'm not sure. that that Wiggins wouldn't work well. They need to get, would not be a good fit. They need to get Wiggins out and then, like, replace so, for assuming they still replace Wiggins with D'Lo, then D'Lo kind of take Hayward, and you kind of, Hayward end up becoming like the Hayward he is right now, you know, like solid player. Um, yeah, so, uh, huh, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, Timberwolves would be like a solid playoff team, probably, before they trade for D'Angelo Russell, move Wiggins for D'Angelo. Um, yeah, so we'll move on to the fifth pick. So, with the fifth pick in the 2010 NBA redraft, the Sacramento Kings select Eric Bledsoe out of... What college did he go to? I don't know off the top of my head. Actually, uh, no, he went to Kentucky. Yeah, University of Kentucky. Eric Bledsoe, University of Kentucky. So, um, the original selection was DeMarcus Cousins. And Eric Bledsoe actually went 18th in real life. Um, just looking at, like, the list of all the, the, Kentucky had, like, how many players I was selecting in the first? One, two, three, four, five. They had five players selected in the first round of this draft. That's insane. Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, Eric Bledsoe on the Kings. He'd be a great, probably have to move him to the two, um, if we're assuming they still select the Aaron Fox, which we are. Um, he'd be a nice, like, defender. He'd be the the guy who, like, locks up the other team's best player. Let's the Aaron Fox uh, just thrive offensively. He'll be, like, the defender, kind of. Like, uh, like, Draymond Green of the Warriors. Like, like, Curry thrive, and then he just, like, locks up the other team's best player. Um. Uh, yeah, so, that would, that would be nice. And then Marvin Bagley, I mean, uh, he'd end up still being Marvin Bagley. Uh, but, yeah, because, uh, maybe a little bit better. Uh, if you, no, yeah, no, not really, he'd be the same. Um, yeah, uh, also what I'm interested in is the Kings, I think, were the only team. I'm not, I'm, I'm. I'm pretty sure the Kings are the only team that hasn't made the playoffs. They haven't made the playoffs in 2006, so I'm not going that far with my redraft. 
So they, I want to see like who who their selections will be all the way to twenty twenty. Um, and twenty twenty won't be someone as good as Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that would be interesting. Eric Bledsoe on the Kings. Uh, I think that's all. Like, just good. He'd be a good fit. Probably move him to the two. Lock up the other team's best player. So this would be very beneficial to De'Aaron Fox. Instead of DeMarcus Cousins, who they who would be just unhappy, um, he would, he would pair, instead of DeMarcus Cousins, his original pick, he, uh, it would be De'Aaron Fox, who they selected in 2017, which would be very nice. Um, yeah, anyway, now we'll go to the sixth pick. So with the sixth pick in the 2010 NBA redraft, the Golden State Warriors select Hassan Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside. Can you imagine a better fit for Hassan? No, I can't. Oh my god. The Warriors who needed that center. That would have completed the dynasty. Oh my god. Think about that. That would it, so let's, we're assuming KD still goes to Warriors. Even without KD, that's a very good one. Okay, with KD though, um, Stephen Curry, he's already been selected by the Warriors. I can't change that. That was 20, 2009. And then the next year after this, um, this then they selected Clay Thompson. He'll be running the two. Then you've got KD running the three, Draymond at the four, and then. Got Hassan Whiteside at the five. Oh my, that would be the greatest team of all time. And even without KD, you got Harrison Barnes, still one of the greatest teams of all time. Oh my god, they'd be much better. Like, they'd probably win like five straight championships. Um, even, like, with or without KD. That would be insane. Oh my god, surprised it ended up like that. Uh, hmm. And also, they originally took Ekbe Udo, so this is a uh, upgrade. <laughs> and uh, Hassan Whiteside did jump up a ton. He went. Where did he go? Uh, he went thirty third originally. Um, yeah, so he jumped up to sixth. Uh, yeah. So any put. I realized that any player that jumps up is a steal, and any player that drops is a bust. I mean, not a bust. Like, John Wall dropped from 1 to 2. He's not a bust. Um, yeah. Anyway. Like, they're just, like, not as valuable for the pick. Anyway, so move on to the 7th pick. So, with the 7th pick in the 2010 NBA redraft, the Detroit Pistons select Avery Bradley. Huh. Good defender. He's a good defender. Alright, so if Avery so Avery Bradley to the Detroit Pistons. So they they obviously weren't that good at that time. So uh, so assume I kinda I'm kinda just going to the modern day, you know, because uh, like these teams are all kinda bad at this point. So there's not really much good players on the team. So I kinda just go like so fast forward to twenty seventeen. The Pistons take Luke Kennard. Also, uh, 2012, I think, they took Andre Drummond. So, you'd have Andre Drummond and Larry, uh, Avery Bradley. That'd be a nice defensive duo. And then you've got Luke Kennard, who can score the ball. 
Um, but actually, that would be nice, actually, you know? Um, huh, I mean, the market, I mean, not the market. Andre Drummond would be, like, pretty good. Uh, like, he, because the problem with Andre Drummond, like, is that he, we see him play as the, like, number one option on a team. He, he isn't supposed to be, he shouldn't be the number one option on the team. He should be just a nice center who can rebound. Um, like, if he's a, he shouldn't be the star player. He should just be, like, like, like you know, kind of a Hassan Whiteside kind of guy. Um, you know, uh, so, um, anyway, back to, so, Avery Bradley to the Pistons would be a good fit. Uh, the Pistons would be a solid playoff team. That's all I'm going to give them. Um, I mean, it is an upgrade from Greg Monroe, but, uh, no, uh, they wouldn't be that great. Um, anyway, yeah, so, that not, sorry, teacher fan, it's not really gonna help that much. Anyway, now with the eighth pick in the 2010 NBA redraft, the Los Angeles Clippers select Derek Favors. So, Derek Favors dropped. He originally went third. Now he went. Now he's going eighth. And the Clippers originally took Alfred Gaminu. Uh, yeah. So Derek favors to the Clippers. He's kind of like a grit and grind guy. Works hard. You know? Huh? Hmm. So he and Blake Griffin. That's what I'm thinking of right now. Oh, he would just add to Lob City. They would just be Lob City would have even more lobs. Oh my god. Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, and Derek Faber. Oh my and Chris Paul still all the lobs. That would be insane. Oh man. Oh my god. That's hilarious. Uh that team would be nice. Uh and they'd be a lot better too. Derek Faber is a great player. Um, it's best now upgrade from Alfred Aminu. Um, so, uh, yeah, the Clippers would be a much better team than like that second round exit. It'd be like conference finals, probably. Yeah, they'd be a conference finals team. I don't see them going any further. Uh, now I'll move on to the ninth pick. Um, I will be going like uh, this episode's getting pretty long, so I will uh going a little faster. Uh, yeah. So with the ninth pick. In the 2010 NBA redraft, the Utah Jazz select Al Farouk Aminu. Um, yeah, so he dropped one spot from eighth, and then the Utah Jazz really took Gordon Hayward, of course. Um, so, huh. Al Farouk Aminu would be a nice role player for this team. Uh, for the Jazz, uh, uh, I mean, he's a downgrade from Gordon Hayward, but, um, <laughs> he'd like, you know, he just, like, be there, exist, I don't know. Um, then the Jazz would be a good team. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and then Alfred Camino kind of off the bench. And you got Joe Ingles, you know, Boron Bogdanovich, all those kind of guys. Uh, yeah, now with the 10th pick in the 2010 NBA redraft, the Indiana Pacers select Ed Davis. Uh, yeah, Ed Davis originally went 13th. And the original pick was Paul George. Um, so Ed Davis on the Pacers was so um he'd be a nice center. I mean they probably would rather be build around Miles Turner, 
but uh, maybe they build on L and Davis. I think he's a better player. Roy Hibbert was also still with this team. So, uh-huh. Oh, no, he would not fit well with Roy Hibbert. Uh, yeah, so they probably end up moving Roy Hibbert because we're not, we're not going to assume they trade like on draft night. So they're going to move Roy Hibbert soon for like a, for, uh, I don't know, some kind of guard or forward to replace Paul George because uh, they lost Paul George in this redraft. So, mm, hmm, that would be interesting. Uh, they wouldn't build on Miles Turner. Miles Turner would be just like a nice bench piece, I guess. He wouldn't thrive and then, Anyway, now we'll just move on to the 11th pick. So, with the 11th pick in the 2010 NBA redraft, the New Orleans Hornets, now the Pelicans, select Patrick Patterson. Uh, the original pick was Cole Aldrich, and Patrick Patterson originally went 14th. So, uh, Patrick Patterson, he would, he would be nice for the, the Pelicans or Hornets or whatever. Uh... I, mean, I could see him being pretty like helpful to them. Uh, they would they have Chris Paul at this time? I think they would. No, no, he'd be where would he? Might be on the Clippers. Actually, I don't know. Um, yeah, but uh, he's a forward anyway. Doesn't matter. Uh, so he'd have like, man, he's trying to be a nice bench player for them. That's what I've been saying. I feel like I've been saying that too much. But it's, it's true. Like, these guys are just going to be, like, nice bench players. I don't know what else. And then now, with the 12th pick in the 2010 NBA redraft, the, uh, the, what, what was, who was it? The Memphis Grizzlies select Evan Turner. Um, he originally went second, and the Grizzlies originally took Xavier Henry. So, Evan Turner isn't even a current player anymore. Uh, Actually, yeah, he played last season. He played 19 games last season. Um, but Evan Turner to the Grizzlies. I mean, he is a guard. <laughs> that wouldn't really work that well. Huh. Yeah, no. He's a guard. That's why it won't work well. John Moran. Okay. Yeah. Uh, John Moran wouldn't be as they wouldn't wouldn't take John Moran, but we have to assume they would take. Yeah, so well, it would just be John Moran, Evan Turner in the backcourt. Now we'll assume Evan Turner plays point guard. Um, you know, uh, so, huh? I mean, actually, he's more of a two, right? Yeah. So Jaw and Evan Turner, that that'd be nice. Evan Turner would be he probably wouldn't start. He only had one season average double digit points. I was for Boston in 2016, so hmm, that wouldn't work too well. Uh, it'd probably just be a nice bench piece. I've been saying that way too much, but that's true. And then uh, 13th pick, Toronto Raptors will select Trevor Booker. Yes, Trevor Booker, not a current NBA player. Yeah, their draft is pretty bad. Last time he played was in 2018. He played for three different teams. Uh, only have double digit points once for the Nets in 2017. Um, this guy, uh, Trevor Booker, 
He originally went. Where did he go? He went 23rd. Wow. He jumps up, so he was kind of a steal. Uh, I mean, I was doing the quotation marks. Quotes. You probably couldn't see them. I mean, you definitely couldn't see them. But, uh, yeah. Trevor Booker is a forward, power forward. So, hmm. Power forward on the Raptors. The Raptors? Yeah. And Pascal Siak. Oh, my God. Pascal Siak will become a center. He, he would. And he's not that tall, right? How tall is he? It's kind of like a Kevin Durant on so, so, Whoa. Why do I feel like nobody's ever compared him to Kevin Durant? Maybe people have. I'm just going crazy. Anyway, oh, uh, yeah, he's 6'9. He can run center, I guess. He'd be pretty short, but, uh, you can. Um, yeah, Trevor Booker would be a bench player, though. Uh, he wouldn't start for this team. <laughs> I mean, I hope he wouldn't start. That would be kind of sad if they started Trevor Booker. Anyway, now the 14th pick, the Houston Rockets, will take, uh, Luke Babbitt. Uh, yeah, Luke Babbitt. Uh, so, he went to the Rockets, so the Rockets, this is... Two years, two, one or two years before the Harden trade to the Rockets. Uh, Luke Babbitt, he, uh, he was a role player forward. Uh, maybe he'd thrive under Harden's playmaking versus like Dame's. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, he only played with Dame in his rookie, Dame's rookie year. He played for the Trailblazers originally. Yeah, he was selected by... Oh, he was selected by the Timberwolves. Must have been traded to the Trailblazers or something. Because, uh... Huh. So, yeah, he'd thrive... Maybe he'd thrive under Harden's playmaking. Um, wouldn't become as... Like, he would become a lot of... A, a much better player. So... Hmm. That, that would be... That would be a nice fit. Anyway, um, that's all. That's all for this 2010 redraft. So, I'll send a voice recording if you... Disagree with any of my picks. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.